Jesus, so I want to do something very briefly before I bring up the apostle to set the tone for this meeting. The revelation of Jesus. The Bible says, You shall know the truth. You shall know the truth. It will only set you free, it will make you free. And if the Son of God shall set you free, you will not live a very healthy Christian life without the accurate revelation of who Jesus is. And before we take our seats, I want to read from 1 John chapter 3. I just want to introduce our theme. But you can expect a divine touch because the presence of God is very strong, yeah? And then because the word of God is being preached, and when we go this route, miracles happen effortlessly because of the name and the person we are talking about now the bible said behold what manner of love the father has bestowed upon us that we should be called sons of god therefore the word doeth us not because it knew him not verse 2 behold said beloved now are we the sons of god it does not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when it shall appear, when he is unveiled, we shall be like him, except for we shall see him as he is. And when we see him as he is, something happens. The Bible says we are with open faces, as in a mirror. Beholding the face of God, we are transformed into the same image from glory to glory. Transformation per se is not what to pray for, it's about what to behold. Because what to behold you become. That must have been the principle that God used ahead of time to make Jacob to use a spotted sheep to produce multiples of spotted sheep. He got it by revelation ahead of time. The angel appeared in a dream to Jacob and said that, you see, all this plain sheep that Laban thought he was relying on, if you can peel a plant and make it spotted and let the animals look at them as they are mating, plain animals will give back to spotted animals. Jacob saw it ahead of time that when animals behold spotted things, they will give back to spotted things. What will be all you become? So the revelation of Jesus does something. In this verse we just read, We'll take our seat in a minute. Just two things are very important. Number one, the word father. One manner of Lord the Father. And the second thing is the word son. That we should be called sons of God. The word don't know us yet because we are yet to walk in the full revelation of the Father. You can have your seat. Is somebody with me? From this conference great and bad things to begin to happen in your life you walk you see the glory of god every day because there is a truth being communicated and that will be communicated severally and diversely through all through this conference so this thing happened the father what manner of love now first john 4 17 says rain is our love made manifest these are three things i want to go around now Father, Son, and Lord. The Bible says, as he is, so are we. Not so are we going to be. 
You see, your manifestation as sons of God depends on how much of Christ has been unveiled to you. Say amen to that. This is why we must pursue this thing I'm sharing vigorously. See, as soon as they got born again in the future, Paul said that when I heard of your salvation, I began to pray that the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ will give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in knowledge of him that the eyes of your understanding might be flooded with light to know the hope of his calling upon your life, the riches of glory of his inheritance in the saints. When this is not known, you will leave Christianity like another religion. And unfortunately, we can say that over 70% of Christians live as if we have come to embrace a religion. Please pay attention to that because sincerely speaking, anything is possible as you are listening to me right now. Are you, are you with me? That's why I'm taking us on this journey just briefly to understand what we have come into. It does not yet appear what we shall be. There are three things that we have lost in our generation. Sir, because we have lost this, it has weakened our understanding of certain terminologies in the Bible. Number one, when you talk about name, number two, title, and number three, genealogy. In the present world that we live in, those three things are weakly described and weakly perceived. People don't even know. You see, that's why when you read certain scriptures, they will not make more sense to you because of the environment that we live and the lack of depth in how we communicate those things. One of them is name. Nowadays, people just give names. You see, in those days, from the culture that we have the Bible, your name was equal to your future, equal to your identity, and equal to your assignment. Are you following me? Praise the Lord. The father looked at Noah and he said, I call him now for he shall deliver the earth from the earth that the Lord has caused. And 500 and something years after, it was the same Noah that actually pioneered a new generation. Joshua made or meant then Yehoshua, salvation. And it was Joshua that took them to promised land equal to Jesus in New Testament. Names all through the Bible. He saw Moses in water and he said, I have brought him out of water. So I call him, say, Moses. And a few years after, they were stretching his road over the sea, dividing the sea. Your name that time meant your identity. Your name also will describe your assignment on earth. But now, this people bear joy, comfort, while they just give names. So it has weakened this revelation. Nobody gave name any out there because it will describe something and it will shape the life of the child that you are giving that name to. See, for that reason, God met Abraham and he turned it to Abraham. Even in the New Testament, from Saul to Paul, he saw G uh, Peter and he called them Bonages. Jesus named people and he's still renaming people now. Because what we perceive them to be here is not what they perceive it to be there. But get down, that's we will go a little deeper another time. But I'm just starting with that. Number two is title. You see, if you don't understand the concept of title, when you meet a person who understands, you will think they are proud. Yeah. Like the angel Michael said, when he was given Daniel certain revelation, Daniel chapter 10, he said, I am Gabriel, the one who stands before God. Nobody contends with me in these scriptures. Then in Luke chapter 1, when he appeared to Zechariah, he said to him again that I am Gabriel standing before God. I am talking, I do understand. To the uninitiated, 
a man will sound proud when he's saying that I am this, I am that. You see, but in the realm of the spirit, when you are given a title, you must respond according to your title. Paul was not being boastful when every letter he introduced said that Paul, the apostle. There is a reason. In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, he said, am I not an apostle? Have I not seen the Lord? There is a reason for emphasizing the fact that it is not using name to intimidate. It is dwelling in identity that you have been given. Title. And the third one, lineage. If a lineage was caused in those days, nobody will identify with you forever. Those things don't mean a lot to us now. And because of that, there are concepts in the Bible that we don't get. And I just want to introduce you to one of them. So when the Bible says, now nah, we're the sons of God, people don't understand. But it said the Pharisees understood. When Jesus called himself the son of God, they picked stone and they were ready to kill him because they understood what he meant by saying that he was the son of God. In this movie, maybe this will help, Lord of the Rings, Lord of Rings, or Lord of Rings, or, you know the film, part one, part two, whether part three or so, there was this guy, whether it's a dingo, what's his name? A king. There were a group of people on the mountain who were cursed by a former king. They were banished to the mountain. They were living like, they were not living dead. They could not appear physically. They were like in between life and death. And at a point, this young king needed their help to help him fight a battle. And he went to the mountain. I will stop in a while. That's, this is where I'm going. Went to the mountain. Nobody was able to enter that mountain. They were ghost-like people. They would kill anybody. But they were caused by the former king to mutate to that position because they uh, promised something they never did and that, that, that one cost them. So they remained in the cave on the mountain. Uh, they were invisible. They were like ghosts. And the grandson or the son of this king, when he needed them, there was a battle against orcs. And he felt as invisible can disappear. I need them. And he went to the mountain with a sword, the emblem of the kingdom. And he said, all, all he needed to say was, I am Isidigo's ear. Fight for us, and I will set you free from the curse. They only needed to ask one question. Is it truly Isidigo's ear? If it's the ear, he has power to set us free. None of them doubted him. Now they followed him to the battle. They won the battle, and he said, you are free. And they all became free immediately. We are talking about culture. What happened in that place? They understood that see, If this man is truly, it's a digo's ear. If this man truly is from that knowledge, speaking to us will be equal to a spider who calls us speaking to us. Mm. Then you begin to understand why Jesus said to Philip that you have seen me. Hiya. You are still asking for the father. Because in the culture of the Bible, a son, after the celebration of sonship, could take a decision on behalf of the father, and the father must not reverse it. What God did to Jesus at Jordan, fathers used to do it to their son. At a certain age, you do a party and declare publicly that this is my begotten son in whom I am pleased. From that day you said that to your son, if your creditor met your son at the entrance of the house, and if your son should say, 
you know what? Your debt is forgiven. Nobody will go and ask the father a question anymore. That debt is forgiven and the father cannot reverse it. You begin to understand after res resurrection. Jesus said, whosoever sin you forgive. <laughs> oh. So when John saw it, he marveled and said, what manner of law has the father bestowed upon us that we should be called that means the Father has given us opportunity to endorse, have to read. It's on this ground that God said, whatsoever you bind on earth, I am not starting it in heaven. You bind, I will endorse. You lose, I sh This is on which ground spiritual authority is built. We must fast and pray, yet there are compulsory courses in the kingdom, not elective. But as we fast, we should pray for revelations like this. This is where authority is built to recognize what the Father has done. That in this name, this will make someone like Peter and John to say, Silver and gold I have not. If religious people were there, you will criticize them for being arrogant. The question is, are you saying you have healing power? That is exactly what they were saying. They were talking as if they paper in their pockets. Silver and gold, I do have such as I have. They are not, they are not even saying that this is the only thing I have. <laughs> is one of the things I have. Blessing is another thing. Decrease is another thing. So, since the only thing you will need now is a miracle. He says, such as I am, there are plenty there, but you only need me. The way to understand sonship, the strength of sonship depends on who your father is. Because you cannot exercise authority beyond the capacity and the treasure of your father. So, when we want to start this topic very well, we have to start with... The, the Bible says, as he is, so are we. Who is he? When we are, <laughs> when he is unveiled to us, we'll begin to have an understanding of what we are talking about and the dimension that we can walk in. Some men journey their bit in no covenants. When it comes to topics like that, that's why I love Apostle Michael. Okay? He blesses me a lot. When it comes to topics like this, and it's not my mistake that he's here. People like Elijah, he will say to Ahab, there will not be rain except by my word. Who are you? He's a man. <laughs> and you will think God will say, the guy spoke as if there was no deliberation with the father. It's as if you have met the son at the door and the son is saying that, no way. And you don't need to consult the father again. The verdict has been declared by the son. In John 5, Jesus said that the Father judges nobody. He has committed all judgment to the sons. See, it is on this ground that saviors will arise from Zion. There was one savior before, but after resurrection, when many sons have been brought into glory, there are now many saviors coming from Zion. Men and brethren, get ready. We'll begin to lock and unlock. This eyes. Bacaso Lamadeas. Rekedu se brudi shalitos, kalindro kushde.
they that know their God. Once it's unveiled to them, there is a surge of energy that cannot be described. You will think they are arrogant. They can't be tied down anymore. They have seen the king. They have come to another. They are sons of the king. They have come to another. The king is waiting for them to act on his behalf. Ah. In John 9, they saw a man that was born blind. They said, who sin? This man or his parents? Jesus just told them. Remember, Jesus came as an example. He said, neither this man nor his parents. He said, I, I must walk the walls of God it is day. Now I come when no man can walk. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. Thank God he used the word as long as. Because he was about to put away this tabernacle. Now he is no more physically here, but you are here. And that's why he is called light to also call light. Hi. Sonship. Many of the things we are asking God to do something about. There's a question coming down from heaven. Are there no sons or not? Sons can topple governments and install governments. The scripture you use, sir, Psalm 149. The King James said that let the high praise of God be in their mouth and to edge soul. To execute, they said they said to, to set punishment upon the people, judgment upon the eating and to execute upon them the judgment written. You would think that God should be the one to execute. But the Bible says, even when saints begin to praise God, there is a judgment that they begin to execute. Do you really know how much God is waiting for us when we are saying we are waiting for God? This is the reason for this conference, to receive a revelation that you might begin to run. See, after this one, from now, there are people the last time you complain about any force stopping you, anything was a complaint of yesterday. You are here now, all things are passed away, and all things. Why am I hearing fibro just leaving somebody now? Bukasia and Lusto. Doing message account or something, I told somebody of epilepsy, and I I I, call, I told you the name of the person. Lord Jesus, thank you. Lord, the power of God is all over this place. Can you just rise and speak? Now we are not praying to God now. You wrote, there is a time. I. Moses said, he lifted up his eyes and he said, God, God said, Why are you crying unto me? Tell the children of Israel, Exodus 14. Go forward. Say, you divide the sea. There are times to pray to God. We do that in our closet. But if we don't understand when to switch, that after talking to God, like Peter did when he saw that dead body of Dorcas, the Bible said Peter knelt down and he prayed. As a matter of fact, he knelt down away from the body. But the Bible said, then he opened his eyes and turned to the body and said, Dorcas, get up. Many times we continue to pray. There is no time that you get up and look at Dorcas. But what the Bible says that whosoever shall say to this mountain, there must be a point where you stand and you look at the situation and say, it is me and you now. I now know who I am and in the name of Jesus Christ, I demand that you give way and it shall give way. Address something in the minute right now. Oh, Jesus.
you are commanding some things to come and they are coming right now and you are commanding some things to go and they are going right now Oh Jesus, make an announcement with boldness. Something is happening. Thou shalt decree a thing and it shall be established. Whosoever shall say to this mountain, You are not come for a religious service. Men and brothers say something that angels might honor it. We are the sons of God. We are the sons of God. We are the sons of God. I. <laughs> Blessed be the name of the Lord. In Jesus' name. Is somebody scared already? The accusation of the Pharisees against Jesus. They said, you being a man, you make yourself equal to God. So they understood that when he said, as the, calling God his father, the interpretation of the Pharisees got from it that this man is making himself equal to God. Because they understood that a son was equal to the father. So, and they were right. So they began to stone him. That how can you make yourself? He didn't say I was, he just said, I am God's son and stones started flying. Because they understood what he was saying. That you are a man, yet you are making yourself equal. But they did not know that the Bible made it so, not Jesus. At least in this on earth. Now, he said, as the Father has sent me, so I'm sending you. You know, Jesus is no more physically in the world now. But he's in the world through us. Now, many sons are coming to glory. And we must begin to walk in this realm. When he breathed on them, when he was living, he said, receive the Holy Ghost. He said, anybody say you forgive. Do you know if you sit down and people will get angry? People don't know that Christians have power to forgive and not to forgive. Jesus said so. That's why the Bible says, any sick among you, let him come for the elders. When we understand church, the kind of things that will be happening, he said, let the elders pray and anoint him with oil. He said, the prayer of faith will save the sick. He said, if he has committed the sin, he shall be forgiven. Not because he has asked God, but because elders have stepped in. Because when they write off his sin, God writes his off also. He said, that is it. It's done. The father does not counter what the sons are doing on that. Except the sons are not on faith within. Except you veer off from scripture. But as long as it's within the confines of the scripture, the father will not go against. But there's a problem. Unbelief one and number two. That God will know. Many have not been trained in the school of walking alone. And that we'll talk about. Now. That's why the earrings are love made perfect. That we may have boldness in the day of judgment as he is. Those who walk in love, there is absolute boldness when there is judgment. Because as he is, so are we. He said that you may be true love, being rooted and grounded love, may be able to comprehend with all the same. It is the highest realm, love. 
And that's where light dwells also. I want to stop here. Zeus Kaburashetis. Listen to me. You can make a statement right now. Always attach your faith to something and be bold about what you saw on the ground of the scripture. Can you just say right now that, say, let it be loud and clear, you are not leaving this conference like another conference. Say it. What are you expecting? Voice out your expectation right now. Somebody said, if I can touch the M of his garment, but what are you saying? By the time I get home tonight, you can say something and your word will be honored. Before I get home, sound. Before I get home, before I reach the house, before I wake up tomorrow morning, Jesus, we thank you. Hallelujah to your name. Oh. Are you ready for this conference? <laughs> I'm not the main speaker tonight. I just did an intro just to let you know what the conference is all about. I'm going to bring up the choir now. We take the offering and the next voice will be hearing. I'll come up and bring up uh, the man of God for tonight. <laughs> There's a voice of prophecy in the house tonight. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Everybody pray in the spirit for just 30 seconds. Thank you, Jesus. Blessed be your name. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you, are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior, and from today I belong to you. 
If you have said those words, will be late. You are born again. You are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.